back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the Blackhawks last two games. Not much to talk about there. Uh, we're going to go over some some Blackhawks news and some hockey news. But before we get into it, do us a favor. Hit the subscribe button. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you are on Spotify or or uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a review. We'd really appreciate that too. So... As everybody knows, if you've been watching the games, if you have not been watching the games, Hawks continue to slide and get worse. I believe they're on a seven-game losing streak right now. Uh, they got 10 games left in this season. I would have really liked to have seen them go out strong. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. I think some guys are, you know, not are phoning it in, you know, if, if yeah. on a couple of these games. I'm not going to call Lincoln an out, man, but he's been playing really, really bad. Uh, they got shut up by the Kraken. Lost six to four versus the Stars, which are a better team than the Kraken, which I don't, I don't get. But you know, it is what it is. Matt, in that Dallas game, uh, the reason I mentioned the Dallas game is because uh, Pat Foley got in the booth with uh, Dale Talon. Man, it was just like old days in Sports Channel, Channel thirty four, thirty four, and yeah. uh, it was it was great to great to hear him uh, back again. Matt, do you do you remember those days? Yep. Yeah, I. Pretty much the only guy I knew with Dale Talon at the time. And then when he, when I we were older, obviously Pat took over, or I'm sorry, not, uh, Eddie took over. And those are like the only two guys I know. So yeah, Dale Talon has always been a favorite of mine, GM. <laughs> and uh, he was a good sidekick with uh, Pat. And it was, it did bring back a lot of memories last night. Yeah, the sidekick thing is really uh, kind of the key because I think Edzo does a good job of being a yeah, sidekick for, for Foley. Uh, because Foley has a very unique personality and a very unique voice. And I think that their both are a perfect storm for calling Blackhawks games. And I say that because that's all that, you know, like you said earlier, that's all that we know. And uh, it's it's really sad, man, that, you know, that we've come to this time where, you know, this is it for Foley. He's going to be riding off into the sunset. But he did say in an interview that... Um, you know, that he's golfing more, which he likes to do. He's 69 years old, but he just can't do the 82 game, uh, the, the 82 game season anymore. He's, it's just too much of a grind. And I, I get it, man, especially at 69, you know, you've been doing this for so long. Um, but he did say that, you know, he's not going to say never about getting behind the, getting in the booth again. So who knows, man, he could be guest starring, you know, maybe a few games during the season just to kind of hold Hawks fans over, you know, yeah, the old ones <laughs> like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, I'm willing to give Chris Foster's a chance, you know, because it's kind of unfair to just. Uh, he's in a really bad situation, you know. He's in a bad situation yeah. because he yeah. has to take over for, for Foley, and you know that's not a not a good place to be in. It's like going after being a coach after Q. It's like this oh, guy's got yeah. four cups, yeah, and three with the Blackhawks, and I have to take over after him it's it's kind of yeah it's it's going to be tough right right so uh dallas uh, they looked uh they looked okay man you know they didn't really look anything special they are vying for a wild card spot right now aren't they matt yeah jason robertson man he is going to be a great player like dale was saying i think he said i just missed him in florida i wanted this kid and uh, dallas took him he he thinks he's going to be <clears throat> excuse me he thinks he's going to be a 40 goal scorer and i have him in my fantasy league dude he is tearing it up right now he's he's such a good player um i wasn't impressed with jake ottinger though mm. i thought he he didn't look that great i know 
at the beginning of the season, he started in the A, and they had they had a lot of goaltending depth. They had Holtby, they had Kudobin, and uh, Bishop, who recently retired. And Ottinger was like the odd man out, but he ended up taking over. And I've been hearing a lot of good things about this guy, and I just wasn't impressed with his night. I thought the Kirby Doc goal was kind of soft. He was kind of hugging the post for no reason. <laughs> and Kirby's like, wow, I'll take that all day. And it was, that was a, good a nice shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good shot. But I mean, goalies aren't supposed to show net like that. And uh, you can't have that in the playoffs. I, I don't think they're going to go anywhere if they do make it. In a way, Matt, I, do you think that that's a good sign to see Kirby recognizing that and going for that shot? There's no doubt he's got the eye, he's got the skill, and he's got a good shot. And if he skates hard in the net, like hard north and south, and not worrying about being like a caner, like creative back and forth, east west type of player, I think Kirby could be good. It's just, uh, they were, I don't know if you heard Foley and Talon talking about developing players like you got to be really careful how you you know if a kid's ready and a kid's not ready you can ruin them and I kind of think that was a shot at how they treated uh, Kirby Doc when they were talking about that yeah yeah that's great to hear you know because it's a lot of people are seeing it and we're seeing it firsthand with 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 Doc because like you mentioned he does have the eye and I think that he can still develop he just needs uh, then there's going to be next, definitely a different approach going forward with him because he's already kind of, he's already had a taste of the NHL. Uh, some AHL time could do him some, you know, could do him some good, but you know, but that might hurt his ego, you know, and yeah. you got to kind of have to keep an eye on that too. Gotta, now it's, it's harder. It, it, he's going to get a bridge deal. He'll probably get like a two year. Like I, I'd like to see him get another three year deal. Just right. like to, Hey, we messed up kid. Let's, let's fix it. And, but I, I could see him taking a little bit less and trying to get at least two million a year or something like that. But right, they should don't be patient. There, there's definitely there's definitely something there, and it's worth hanging on to for a couple seasons, especially a rebuild. Right, you know, it's not like we're contenders and this guy we're depending on him to be the top six uh, second line center. It's right, not like that at all. That's so what they were this, trying to do two years yeah. ago. Well, this is the time now he's in a better position to rebuild. There's not that much pressure. It's going to be another long season next year. This is his time to develop and prove it when we're getting decent, like where the the New York Rangers are right now. You know, they they had their rebuild and all their pieces are kind of coming into place. And that's what we have to do. Right, right. You know, when I, I think of guys like Joe Pavelski, you think of guys that have been with an organization for a really long time and you don't, and you, you shouldn't let him go. And I think that he really kind of stands out for me like that, kind of like a tale of what you don't want. I believe Joe Pavelski is hitting 70 points this year. And you know what, man, those are 70 points that San Jose could use. Do you think that Joe is, uh, could probably get another, I know he just signed for a year, but he, he probably should have gotten a three year deal. Don't you think? Yeah, I think that the GM of Dal- Dallas, I think it's uh, Nil or something, he um, he just bought some more time for himself. I'm sure he could, you know, work something out at the deadline next year even, you know. I, I think he wants him around, but maybe they weren't really sure on dollars yet. And maybe Joe, you know, he likes it. Maybe he likes Texas and the lifestyle down there. And he's he's ripping it up right now. He's got... Two good players he could play with, with uh, Robertson and uh, Rupe Hintz. Those, those kids are pretty dang good. I know 
Jamie Ben and uh, Sagan have been there for a while. They're yeah, they're still good, but I, I, Joe not ninety right points the like the old days. No, it won't happen. But look at look at Pavelski. He's got to be what thirty seven years old now. Yeah, he's thirty seven. Thirty seven. He does not look like a thirty seven year old out no, there. No, he doesn't. He looks like an, a thirty two year old. You right. know, he's in his prime. He's not the fastest guy, but he absolutely kills the Hawks. He's a hawk killer. And I mean, I I wish he would have went out east, honestly, because we got to see him a lot, a lot more now, even being in our division. But yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of him, and I I know I've I've said this millions of times. I cannot believe you let a heart and soul guy go for a forward that plays defense. Yeah, you know, hearing when when I think of San Jose, I think of you know Foley's calls when in that 2010 uh, Stanley Cup, uh, I'm sorry, Western Conference Final. And uh, do you have any favorite calls from from Foley in the booth, or or uh, or just anything from from Foley? Foley, you know what I liked. Uh, I, I loved Eddie Belfort. I love when he would just give out his, you know, his high voice. Let us say my Belfort type yeah. of thing like that. I mean, any video with him calling a Belfort save or a goalie save, I was a big fan of. And my favorite Dale moment. Uh, was when he was calling out Scott Stevens on the, the St. Patrick's Day Massacre, I think it was called, with mm. the Blues. He goes, Scott Stevens started every single minute of that fight, and he deserves to get beat like uh, by Dave Manson, and he just did not hold back on this guy at all. Wow. Like, And I can't imagine if he said something like that today, the Twitter universe would be like, oh, this guy needs to get fired. He doesn't know what he's talking about, stuff like that. But <laughs> I, that that was my favorite Dale call. I really loved, uh, you know, I, to be honest with you, man, when I think of Pat Foley, I just like his everyday, like, antics. You know, the tree yeah. 33, or we got 100 seconds yeah. left in the period, you know. It's it's the little stuff like that that, that um, you know, it just gives you, like, a good laugh in the middle of something that, you know, maybe the Hawks are getting their teeth kicked in 5-2, to two, you know, and he yeah, says something like, like that. Or, you know, Whatever, it's just a game. Let's hear me talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember his Karpatsev rant? No. Oh, really? No. Oh, okay, so Alex Alexander Karpatsev yeah. was a defenseman that the Hawks gave up a lot to get. And he was always hurt. And what I year was play. this? I believe this was the early 2000s. Yeah, I was in the and army at the time, so I didn't have a. So this is on YouTube, Hawks. his rant, and you're going to listen to it after the pod, and you're going to be crying laughing. <laughs> but he absolutely torched this guy when the Hawks traded him. Pat Foley goes, today is a good day in Blackhawk history. <laughs> the Hawks have finally traded Alex Karpatsev. Or, I'm sorry, Dr. Karpatsev. This guy is hurt. I have a concussion. I'm sick. I can't play. He goes, really? If you if we got a roll of tape, we would win that trade one hundred percent of the time. Something, something <laughs> like that. And um, it is the best rant in oh, Hawks man. history. And he goes, Dr. Karpatsev, good luck, good riddance. Your New York Rangers or Toronto Maple Police problem wherever you went. He goes, but the Hawks, it's a great day for the Hawks. That's what he said. Wow. And it, it was the best rant. Yeah, man, I didn't get to watch the Hawks at all during like for like three years, man, because uh, you know just being yeah, in the military, yeah. it sucked. Being overseas, yeah, yeah, but um, 
But yeah, dude, I wish I could have I could have heard that live. I don't even remember Karpatsov playing for the Hawks. That's kind of like a black hole in, in it might in have the been two thousand one ish that that area. I think the Hawks were close to a play I think they made the playoffs in uh two thousand two, you know, with Tebow, but I right. believe he was on before and he would have been a good fit, but he he didn't want to play. He was hurt or he he said he was hurt and the doctors were like, No, you're good, dude. <laughs> you're good to go. And he's just like, no, I don't want to. He's just being like a typical Russian type of guy. Like, I'm going to do what I want. What are right. you going to do about it? Yeah. So speaking of goalies, Lankinen is on a horrible cold streak. And he hasn't been the same since the flower trade. What do you think it is? Now, here's something that, that I want to take into consideration. He's been in and out, not even in and out the whole season. He's been on the bench the whole season. We're at the end of the season where teams have been playing all year, so everybody's kind of dialed in. He's not. Maybe he's, you know, trying to find his game, and he's kind of just thrown into the fire. Do you think that that has something to do with his bad play right now? Because normally at the beginning of the season, you know, guys are able to kind of get into it, you know, and he hasn't had that opportunity. What do you think, Matt? Absolutely, yeah. He sat too much. He was hurt. To me, his timing and his speed is way off. That goal, the last goal of the second period where it fired off the boards, he was on top of the crease down. And I don't understand why you're overplaying a shot like that. Yeah. And it was a freak bounce. You know, it was a freak bounce off the boards. And Robertson scored, I believe. And guys... Are just so good and fast now. Lincoln is like a step off on some of these goals, and I think his timing is way off, and he's getting caught swimming out out on the top of the the crease. So his recovery is just terrible, and it's just uh, like you said, man. It's it's hard to sit and watch a guy, and then when you do get in there, you know you're getting on a good little run, good couple games in a row, and then you get hurt, and you're fighting that. And then uh, you come back and Flurry's playing out of his mind. Quite honestly, he was really good. And then they trade Flurry, and hey, you're the guy now. It's it's hard, man. It's hard to do. It, it just he's got to he's got to step up. He's got to get his timing right. I don't want to see him overplaying shots. I want him to kind of not play too deep in his his net, but challenge a little bit. But you got to be able to bail yourself out. He is. Not even close on some of these plays. So I like to see him adjust his position a little bit. Yeah, Roberts uh, Robertson had uh, had two goals in consecutive shifts, didn't he? Yeah, he's a very good player. Dale was right. He yeah. could easily score 40. He, um, it, I, I think it was the second goal that really got me. It was just a wrister. Uh, it was like a wrister from the slot, and, and Lankin was right Hens. in front of it. Yep. Yeah, Rupe Hens. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that. that was a rough one. Bad turnover, and uh, they went the other way and scored. And I don't know if you remember this, too. Seth Jones let a guy kind of skate right through him. Jones didn't put a body on him. Mm-hmm. And Dale goes, that's just a soft play. We got to put a body oh, on that. That was, in the, uh, that was in the corner, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was in the corner, and he didn't and really he goes, put hey, him in. Yeah. You, you don't finish your hit. That's, this is what's going to happen. The puck's going to go to the point. They're going to put it on net and score. You gotta be every shift. You gotta put a body on it. Yeah, and I, I just—it's refreshing to hear that, man. Because we got morons on the post-game show. They won't talk about that. 
You know, Eddie Eddie occasionally will call out a guy, but you know Dale Towns, it's, it's his first time back, what in ten something years, and yeah. he's laying it in the guys, and I yeah. loved it. I loved it. <laughs> All right, man. So I want you to uh, give me what you think on King at getting called called out on his performance. Okay. Oh, um, Coach King. Yeah. So Coach Derek King. Here, here is my thing about King. We just lost to the Phoenix Coyotes, and we got shut out by the worst team in hockey. Shut out. And the next day of practice, I'm looking at clips of Charlie Modest guy. Yeah. Look at the Hawks. They're all, there's chaos, and they're all goofing off, hugging, playing grab ass. And, dude, you, you're, you lost your room. You gotta, you gotta be kidding me. Mike Keenan would have these guys see you guys at six a.m. I hope you guys took some aspirin and maybe even hammered a little bit because you're not gonna feel your legs after this practice. We send a message, you know. I mean, you're, he's too nice of a guy, King. He's he's a great guy, but I'm sorry, he is not. He doesn't have the. I like an old school coach that, you know, he 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 pushes you to be a better player and he expects you to do your job. These guys are just, they're too loose. And I mean, it's a good thing to be loose, but when you're getting smoked by bad teams, yeah, uh, no, you need to take it serious and you need a serious adjustment. You need to start getting serious. Like, Hey, I'm playing for a job next year. Nothing's guaranteed. That's what I would, I would be telling you. I would think so. You get out there and you skate like you're still trying to make the playoffs or skate like it's a playoff game. This, that's your job. It's not your job to, oh, whatever. We're, we're not making the playoffs. Let's just, let's just not get hurt type of thing. No. Skate 110%. Do your job. And at practice, work hard. Don't dick off. I, just, that drove me crazy seeing that because I, I played double, double A gold hockey. It's nothing compared to these guys. My coach would never do that if we had got our asses embarrassed the game before. He would skate us. We wouldn't see a puck that whole practice. It would just be nonstop skating. And it, it sends a message like, hey, we got we to gotta adjust. We got to change our game and we got to take it serious because this is embarrassing. And I, I was embarrassed after I saw that. Yeah, I saw a couple clips and I was kind of like, oh, at least I was thinking on the other side, like, okay, guys are keeping it loose, you know, not taking it too seriously. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, guys aren't at each other's throats, you know, I get it. But uh, yeah, I I, I totally see your perspective. Um, Is it the wrong? Has he lost the the locker room? I don't think so. Uh, I would like to see I'd like to see him have a camp. You see, that's the problem is that this guy just got thrown into a, a bad situation, you know, at one point they were hunting for a, you know, they were hunting for a, a playoff spot, but they, he had to start nine games in a nine game losing streak, you know, and, and it's hard. You can't really claw back out of that. I mean, I think they hit 500, you know, and Close, and, and that I was, think. uh, and that was it, you know, which is, which is really unfortunate. Um, yeah. I, I'd like to see him get a camp though and, and see what he can, what he can muster in an off season. Of- I, I don't mean he lost his locker room oh, okay. I mean, he's most like i mean like he these guys don't have any fear you know like oh coach is gonna uh, bench okay. me like he's too you know what i mean he's like too much of a 
an assistant coach. You know what I mean? Like the assistant coach is the guy that always, you know, dicks off with the players and, you know, he'll, he'll give them a jab or shoot a puck at them in practice. And he's more of like, like picture her Brooks and his assistant coach. Yeah. That's how Derek King is. Like he's more relatable to the players. Yeah. There's, there has to be an authority guy. Like, you know, you got to answer to a guy. We don't have that. I feel like there's just like, eh, cool. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah we suck. We suck. Yeah. We, <laughs> like if we, if it was like a Torts or Mike Keenan, it'd oh, be like, man. there'd be no media. Oh, He'd be, no. Our Torts would be like, you know what? We just got shut out. We're going to move on. Practice is going to be closed doors and <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be one of those. So oh, we'll see you. We'll see you before the game or we'll see you after the game next game. But uh, no questions tonight. Yeah. Have a good night. That that would be it. That'd be bad news. So, yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> and as a player, you don't want to hear that. It's like, ah, damn it. Oh, you know, like, yeah. this is going to suck. This is going to be fucking brutal. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some NHL news. Um, Matthews, 50 goals in 50 games. Pretty incredible. 10 games left, about to hit 60. Uh, do you think he's going to get the MVP? For sure. Yeah. 60 goals is a huge accomplishment. Um, well, he's gonna, he's probably going to be one of the greatest American snipers, goal scorers out there. I'm not saying he's going to be the best American player because Patrick Kane is still playing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this Gotta kid's win exciting, some hardware. man. Great. Yeah, exactly. Kaner's got the hardware. Matthew still he needs to win a playoff series. Individual but. and team hardware. I, I mean. Yeah. Well, Matthew's going to get his. Didn't he get the rocket last year? Yeah. I, I mean, he, that's nice. But I mean, they also yeah, bowed out in the first season. round of the playoffs. Yeah, and he didn't score anything, or maybe he got one, but still, I think he's having a good year. He's been focused, and I know he got suspended two games, too. He'd probably have more goals, honestly. He could probably yeah. have three more easily. Yeah. It's a scoring machine. Um, you know, pretty interesting, man, you know, is that, you know, Matthews is, I think, a very talented player, but I think if you live in New York, he does not stand a chance against uh, Chris Kreider. And uh, Chris Kreider is at 49 goals, about to hit Crazy. 50. Crazy. Crazy. At the beginning of the season, uh, would anybody have taken Kreider scoring 50 this year? No. no. No one would take him in fantasy. He was always the top free agent in fantasy. He'd be he have good, solid numbers, but he yeah. would never get drafted. He was that type of guy. In every league I was ever in, Chris Kreider was the number one guy that would, you know, get picked up if a guy got hurt, then dropped when the guy's healthy. And I'm like, man, I don't get this guy scoring 30 goals a year. Like, I, I'm even questioning myself, like, why did I pick this guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, and he's going to hit 50, man. That's incredible. And remember the boys Congratulations uh, the 30? The, the boys on 30 oh, uh, yeah. Broadway. They, Chris Kreider, yeah, I don't get him. We don't we don't get him. Like, he was overrated. I mean, yeah, I mean... There, I think that there was. Um, they see him more than us. Yeah, they do. Like, they do. Know, I think yeah. he's only getting about four million a year. Yeah, he's I, he looks like the leader out there to me. He's he's the captain of the the Rangers right now. I think he's playing. He's a good leader out there. He's putting up all these goals that he he's like the last of a power forward type of guy. He's, he's a good tipper. He's right in front of the net all the time for rebounds. He's just a He's a good player, man. Yeah, he is. You know, uh, but I did not see this goal scoring. Uh, no, no. I I thought maybe 30, 35 ish type of type of player. You know, maybe peak peak at the thirty five er. But yeah, he's just been on, man. 
Who's, Good for him. Who's another player that you would say has um, has been on that nobody really saw it coming? I, I mean, maybe some people saw it coming. Johnny Hockey, I think he really broke out this year. He's had 100 points for the first time in his career. Yeah. I think he, he never, you know, he's kind of... To me, like he's like in the shadow of Kaner. You know, he's such a good small American player, but he's he's flashy, but not like Kane. But this year, man, he's he's been really good. Yeah, he has. And a lot of people, even a lot of like me, I overlook the Flames, and I'm I'm on the Flames wagon, man. I I hope they go far. Yeah, it's really interesting that you mentioned Johnny Hockey because. I was going to mention uh, Matthew Kachuk. I thought that he's been um, he's that been whole good. First line, he's yeah, that good. whole first Flames line has been very good. Thirty three thirty goal scorers on the top line, right? It's freaking unbelievable. Yeah, I don't even think the Blackhawks did that in their twenty ten run. They didn't need to. No, we we had Kaner with forty. Sharpie would have thirty, and then the rest we had twenty goal scorers. Average, we yeah, like everybody twenty goals. Yeah, Bosa. All right, man. Yeah, Matthews. Uh, you know, Mitch Marner actually had a really low-key good season this year. Yeah, I, I've. I was just gonna ask you about him. I, I, I know. I, I was a. I'm a big Mitch Marner fan. I am. I like the way he plays. You know, Matthews is gonna get all the spotlight. You know, scoring all the goals. That's usually how it is. But uh, he's he's a big part of that team too. I think Tavares has been quiet. No, I mean, I haven't really heard much about him this year. I've heard even less about him. Yeah, it's in, in Willie Nylander. Well, believe it or not, I'm looking at Mitch Marner's stats right now. I'm looking They're, at Willie Nylander in the playoffs, dude, because that dude shows up. He showed up. up. He showed up. Yes, he did. But how many goals do you think Mitch Marner has? Uh, I would say that he's probably somewhere around the 30, 30 goals, 55 range that nobody knows about it. Where's he at? 31 goals. Really? And I did not see that coming. I when I looked up his name, I'm like, this guy's probably got like 22 goals, 60 something assists. He's got 59 assists and 30. Holy goals. smoke! So I was pretty close then. So he's got 90 points. He's a plus 22. I mean, he's definitely, you know, he's having a great year. I think it's a career They're scoring year. Scoring on him though. Yeah. So I mean, he he's have yeah. This is a career high for him. Oh no, I'm sorry. 2018, he had 94 points, but He's he's probably gonna pass that. He's got he needs four more points. I, I could this is gonna be a career year for him. He'll probably hit one hundred. I could see him hitting the hundred point marker. Has he missed any time? Um he's sixty three games played. I'm not sure yeah, what he has. he has missed time. Yeah. There's only so like ten games like 10 left in the games. season. Yeah, he probably missed ten something games. But that's impressive, man. Jack Campbell, too, he's having a good season. He's twenty seven and nine. He was out for a while. He had some trouble before he got injured, and I know it was panic mode in Toronto. Oh, yeah. It, it was, we were hearing Flurry going there or somebody. Flurry going to, get to the Caps. Yep, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> and, I never did you saw hear, that. Did you hear Flurry talk about that after the trade no. for Minnesota? He goes, yeah, it would, be, it would be too weird to play there. Yeah, I rejected it. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I didn't it, hear it's that. It's weird. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, say Kaner getting trade offers from Vancouver. It's like oh. nah, nah. The battles, I I can't. No <laughs> way. Out of respect for Hawks fans, I can't do that. Yeah, no kidding, man. Yeah. So, uh, give me the scoop on Malikin. Apparently, he had a horrible high stick. Yeah, he um 
it was a high cross check hit this dude right in the mouth dude he was spitting blood out like crazy so he's got a hearing tomorrow oh i'm sorry just breaking news malkin suspended four games wow just just came up yeah four games it was a hit on um matt borkowski and it, dude, he hit him high. It was a four. It was a. It was a good cross check to the to the mouth, and he's gonna forfeit a hundred ninety thousand dollars. Wow, that's chump change for him. But sure, I mean, it was million. it was a it was vicious, man. It was unnecessary. Pittsburgh's gonna be in the playoffs, but you know, it, I mean, Pittsburgh they they can be dirty. You know, I, I remember Tortorella went off on them. These guys are the biggest jokes in the league. You know, he would say, these guys get away with everything. And Crosby, they'll whine about this and whine about that. And, uh, I mean, he's not wrong. They they do play dirty at times. Like that clip that I sent you of, Omar, of uh, Mario, <laughs> Mario Lemieux <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Mike Keenan when the Blackhawks and the... 91. 91 yeah. and the Pens were in the Stanley Cup Finals. Mike Keenan... Uh, was saying in the in the media that uh, Mario <laughs> Mario Lemieux was that uh, was diving out there, and Mario's like, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go dive into the Stanley Cup in the locker room." <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like you, you can't really get a comeback after oh, that my one. Gosh. It's like, it's brutal. Like, you you win, dude. <laughs> That's brutal. Yeah. So Mark Stone is returning for the Vegas Golden Knights. Matt, how is this gonna happen? The Golden Knights to bring him back, they got to free up nine million in cap space. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I got, <laughs> I found this out, believe it or not, through a fantasy alert. It said Mark Stone will be traveling with the team, and he could possibly play tomorrow. And he's on my IR, and I'm looking at him right now. It, I mean, they definitely, no doubt about, they need this guy. He's he's a he's a leader, good goal scorer, playmaker, but. Um, He's got, he's, it's been a rough year. He's only got 28 games played. He's got eight goals, 20 assists. He definitely very important. But like you said, how does this happen? What, how are we going to do this? Are we going to be shuffling guys down or <laughs> I just like don't five know. guys? <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, I know they're desperate. I'm, I'm surprised they're not waiting till the playoffs. If they do make it, I mean, it's going to be tough, man. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. So, Matt, you got anything else, man? No, I do not. Um, I'm just, uh, next Hawks game, I don't even know who they're playing, but it's it, fans are going to lose interest because if they keep playing the way they do, they, they got to play a full 60 and give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, man. Uh, I mean, there's only 10 games left in the season. If I was them, I would look at it as like a 10-game, kind of like a 10-game season. And see if they can take all ten, go Try out and outs. go yeah. out in a on a on a high note with some pride, and um and you know get that that deserved, you know off time, take you know take to have a go take a good vacation, and then get ready to uh, to to get into it some off season training. Yep, yep. We're playing the Kings next, another playoff Ooh. battle team. So I mean, it's not going to get any easier. Well, These we beat the Kings last time we played them, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we did, but um, you know they they're fighting for their playoff lives right now. They're thirty eight, twenty six, and ten. They're a solid team. That 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 division just doesn't 
they just don't want to uh no one wants a spot it seems like except uh calgary <laughs> and i and i know edmonton's they've kind of figured out what was been going on there they might lock in the two seats so i mean look dude you got vegas la and that's it i mean they might vegas might get lucky just because everyone else is kind of quitting too like the sharks the ducks are out of it but going back to Mark Stone real quick, I'm really surprised they they're forcing him back. If they if he has yeah. a lot of injuries, it's stupid. You almost like we said a couple weeks back, maybe shut this guy down and try again next season when everybody's healthy and go for it. Yeah, because you you don't want to have setbacks. But this is your captain. This is the guy you're paying nine million a year for. He's a great player, and you want to see him play with Jack Eichel. And right. I mean, for a full season. A healthy. Yeah, a healthy Mark Stone and a healthy Jack Eichel. That's if I was a Knights fan, I'd be pretty furious about this actually. Yeah. Especially, you know, taking that chance on Eichel in the, in the first place. The surgery turned out to be a huge success for him. And yeah. uh and now we've got Mark Stone with with back problems and they're trying to force him back for a to be honest with you, Vegas isn't going to win the Stanley Cup this year. No. I know that's no. that's coming from a lot from a guy who said that the his Stanley Cup favorite was the uh, New the York Islanders. Islanders. Hey, yeah, I you, understand. Did you see them? I did you it. see them recently? No. They're, they're like five points back from a wild card spot. They make it, man. Do you think they're going to take it? <laughs> no, no, no way. But I'm just saying, when you're at the bottom of the freaking league, sure, that's freaking impressive. It is. That's Barry Trotz playing old school. Like, hey, we're going to grind it out and old try to get a wild card just predators to kind hockey. of save us. Yeah, yeah, Predators <laughs> hockey. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all that we got for you tonight. Do us a favor. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk. And we're out of here. Bye.